Welcome to the HU Pirateship Podcast. You can find us at www.hupirateship.com where we talk about the pirates. It's free and anyone can join. Verified pirates are treated to inside information about HU and HU Athletics. I'm your host, Big Reek, from the HU Pirateship, and I'm a 2000 alum. And of course, we also have Hamptonite from the HU Pirateship. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, man. Just enjoying myself. I mean, we are back-to-back uh, tournament champions, and we're back in the tournament. You know, this is starting to become a, a familiar setting. So, you know, it can't be that. I'm excited. Yep, no doubt. Yeah, expectations are high. Like, uh, I'm, I am happy, but not surprised. Like you said, we're getting spoiled by all this success recently with Joyner and the team. So, um, we're here, happy that they, they won the um, MIAC regular season title. And they also won the MIAC tournament. Their reward is to play <laughs> um, UVA in the first round of the uh, NCAA tournament. So, I mean, it was a great season, man. I mean, they, they held on, you know, from start to finish. Had a lot of injuries in between. But Joyner and the team were able to keep it together and uh, pull out a great season. So, we'll go into that a little bit today. I think we'll have another, maybe one more show to wrap up the whole basketball season. But we're really going to talk about... You know, um, the game against UVA and just the tournament in general and just kind of see what we, you know, what the expectations are as we go into this game. So, um, you know, the Pirates, of course, they're going back to the big dance. They're the 16th seed uh, in the Midwest region. They're going to be playing UVA in Raleigh, North Carolina, at the PNC Arena at 310 on Thursday. And I think it's also on True TV. So um, other cool things, side note is I think I'm going to be at that game, at that arena all day. My wife is a, a Trojan, USC Trojan. I actually played Providence in the late game that night, so I'm going to be there like all day uh, watching basketball. So it's going to be a good a good Thursday, man. Any just big thoughts about the Pirates and, and this uh, matchup against UVA? Um, well, I'm just going to say that uh, Hampton always has a puncher's chance, and I do think that, uh, I mean, there's not been a 16th seed that has actually beat a number one Saint. I think it's gotten close once, and I think it was, if I recall, I think it was St. Mary's, and I think they took, I don't know, what was it, Duke? Or it was somebody. Georgetown uh, almost got beat by, by yes, a sixth, yes, uh, low seed yes. at one time, too. Yeah, yeah and, yeah, Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, I, there is a puncher's chance, but if you look at uh, Virginia's roster, they're just loaded, you know. They have some. They have some of the the country's best players on their program, and it will be a tall order for the Pirates to actually to not to to make it close. Yeah, agree. I mean, I'm, this, I'm not going to. They're, they're a semi-pro team. UVA. Yes. they're a semi-pro team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not a collegiate team. Those are pros yeah, on that a player. There, they, you can you can see why they are number one, and it's. It's totally understandable, and but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just say that we're that Hampton is afraid of them. No, they've been through this before. You know, these kids have been playing together for uh, a very long time, so they're used to this. You know, I mean, we might not win, but we are used to this type of adversity, and I do think that hey, just like any boxer, you know, if we could get if we could get a clean shot, we will take you down. Yeah, that's right. We'll be the Buster Douglas, man, on a tournament. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's right. So, yeah, let's talk about how Hampton got here. So, you know, um, they had, like we said, they had a great regular season or pretty good regular season. Finished 21-10 uh, and 10 overall, 13-3 and 3 in conference. 
Um, you know, they had a nine and two uh, home uh, uh, record. So pretty good season uh, for the fans. Um, and also, you know, they finished the regular season first in the MEAC. Because they got that first, uh, they finished the MEAC uh, as a top seed. Um, they went into the MEAC as a tournament as a top seed. So they got that first round by, I think, in the, in the tournament. And then they came out, they beat Morgan State uh, 83 to 81. Um, the score was close, but the game really wasn't that close. It just kind of let up at the end. Uh, they also beat Savannah State 89 to 55. Savannah State has some tired legs, but we just took advantage of them and ran them out the gym. And, uh, and then they pulled out the win uh, against South Carolina State, pulled away in that game late. It was close uh, late into the fourth, but uh, I think some defensive, uh, the defensive pressure went up. Darden and Johnson, everybody got hot, and then they just ran away with the game. So they had a nice little stretch um, to, to get the MEAC auto bid and by winning the MEAC tournament to finish out a, a great year. So I think they finished strong. Darden got a shot back. And, um, you know, they're going into this uh, game against UVA very confident. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good summation of what they've done to get here, man. So and any anything I miss about the regular season or the tournament, man? Uh, I'm just going to back it up for you a little bit. What do you think Deron Powers is thinking over at Hofstra? Oh, man, I, I hope he had a good reason <laughs> for leaving. <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope I so. I mean, man. yeah, you transfer from a team that won the conf- won the conference, then won the conference tourney, and you didn't even start at another team. Yes, I'm sorry, I had to go there with it, but see, he said he said it himself. I wanted to go to a bigger program. Right. Mm, yeah. There you go. Boom. Yeah. There you got it. And you're not playing in a tournament. You're in a NIT. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, I had to throw shit. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if I if you think about it, this team, I mean, they were on a roll late last season, and they have not gotten off that roll. If you think about it, you know, they were a sixth seed in the tournament last year, and they barreled their way into to the tournament, and then beat Manhattan, and then started off this year. And, you know, played some very decisive games earlier on. You know, they beat uh, they beat American. They beat Appalachian State, you know, northern Arizona. Then, you know, we started seeing wins against, I mean, out-of-conference opponents like uh, Louisiana Monroe. Then they went on a, a winning spree in the conference, you know, Morgan State. And, you know, had a hiccup here and there with South Carolina State. And, uh, of course, UMES. I don't know how that happened. But, you know, I mean, this team had a bullseye on his back, just per Dr. Harvey's words at halftime. They've had a bullseye on his back the whole time. And Edward Joyner, Buck Joyner, (laughs) answered the call each time. And, I mean, they literally had their backs to the wall so many times. You know, you went at North Carolina Central – you know, I thought that game was done. And they won in the last minute with Quentin Chevious, uh little layup. And and I think the uh, three-pointer at the buzzer against Howard at home, you know, it was just time and time again, these uh, kids have been tested, and they just came out swinging. And, I mean, it's just a testament to, to Joyner and the program and, you know, these players. And if you think about it, too, I mean – I mean, yes, this is a senior-laden class. You know, Presley just, you know, it was a presence down in the middle. Then you had 
Adams on a wing, you know, he's a pretty good slasher. Then you got Johnson, uh, Reginald Johnson, she was just chucking threes. And then you got Brian Darden. You know, he, he, he he's a bit of, a, I would say, a wildcat. You know, he can hurt you sometimes, and he could just do some beautiful things on the court. And if you combine all of that, then you have a good program. And I think that this year, and if you think about it, the games that we've had on TV all year have been excellent games. So this has been an excellent year for exposure for Hampton. It's been an excellent year for uh, for the actual program progressing and seeing more of what Buck Joyner um, can uh, can accomplish. And I'm just excited. I'm just happy for them. And they deserved it. That every team has come after them hard, and they've answered the bell. Agree, man. You, you are right on. So, you know, I was at the, the tournament, the MIAC tournament. I watched, you know, them play all those games. And last year – you know, had a different feel. Like last year, like holy crap, they got hot. They won. Like you were, you were surprised because they, you know, they were inconsistent throughout the year. This year had, you know, I was kind of like proud of them. You know, sort of like a dad, even though you know, not related to these guys. But I mean, they had to fight all year. And you know, Hampton normally gets everyone's best punch for whatever reason. And we took it all year and 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 fought back and and won and won the whole thing. So I was actually pretty proud of the guys for persevering and, and, and winning and getting to this point. So no matter what happens, it is a celebration, and we should be be proud of the guys and, and, and support them. So it's been a great year. Um, can't take the things for granted. Um, 21 wins is a, is a big deal, and we got to be happy and, and celebrate this thing. So good year for the fellas. And uh, Absol- good, good absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And, I mean, it's like you could see – the excitement with Joiner because of course everybody was complaining about him uh, jumping into the stands. And, <laughs> haters. I mean, yeah, haters. I mean, and I'm calling out uh, all the people, especially old sport, you know, <laughs> on the MEX fan, MEX fan zone, and everyone else. You have to understand, Buck Joiner plays with passion. When he was at St. Paul's, he used to high five people in the stands during the game. That's just what he does. And every game that I've seen him coach in where the alumni are there, especially on the road, he literally, after the game, goes to the alumni and shakes hands and high fives. You know, that is is being a part of the program and saying thank you for being here with us. And we, um, and he, I mean, we're giving him love and he is reciprocating it back to us. You know, you just cannot, you can't, you cannot quantify that. And I mean, I mean, it might be what you might say, low class or whatever, but at the end of the day, stop him. I mean, and nobody has, and that's why he's a champion. You know, that's why we won. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that, that was, you know, that was as, you know, certain people are going to hate for no reason. But I, I, if you've known what the team has been through and the amount of pressure that they've been under all year, that was just like exuberation, jubilance. I mean, you got to have that. And I think you got to allow him to have that. It wasn't embarrassing. You know, yeah. he did all the perfunctory things, shook hands, hugged babies yeah. and all that stuff. And then he jumped into the crowd. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> <all> good. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I mean, I mean, he, he did exactly what he had to do. And the crowd was like, I mean, if you think about it, that crowd was so happy that he did that. <laughs> you know? yeah. And this is, and let me, let me say this too. This is not the first time he's done that. He, he does it continuously at home. I mean, he doesn't jump in the stands now, 
But, I mean, he's hyping the crowd up a lot, you know. And, and, you know, he said it perfectly himself. He said, listen, we were picked to win number one. We practiced harder than anybody out here. And and we performed and we did exactly what we needed to do. Yes, I'm going to let that out and be happy. He did. Indeed. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So, uh, all good, man. Great season by the Pirates. We're proud of you guys. And uh, let's take it on to UVA. So, hey, man, let's talk about, you know, what we've done in the, in the tournament before. So we've been here before. Um, Hampton is, you know, nationally known, you know, amongst basketball circles for what we did in 2001. But we'll just talk about what we've done uh, so far in, in the tournament a little bit. Um, so I think this is our, this will be our, what, sixth uh, tournament uh, appearance uh, in the NCAAs. Last year we made it. Uh, we actually had the play-in uh, game against Manhattan. We won that game 74-64. to 64. We followed that up against Kentucky. Uh, we lost that game, but it was competitive. Um, I think they Kentucky had to sweat and play a little bit longer than what they wanted to. Uh, but we, we gave them a good game, and, you know, the boys were proud of themselves for how they acquitted themselves. So um, last year we, we did well in the tournament. Previous to that, we played Duke in 2011. Uh, that game wasn't close. We're 16 seed again. Uh, back previous, prior to that, that uh, was 2006. We lost to Monmouth in the opening round. Uh, four, so was that 71 to 49. And in uh, 2002, we actually lost to Connecticut. Connecticut was the number two seed. We were the 15 seed, uh, 67 to 78. Now that game was pretty close. Actually, I, m- I remember that game uh, pretty um, pretty well. Connecticut actually had Karan Butler, and he was the difference. Mm-hmm. He was the difference in that game. I mean, we couldn't do anything with Karan Butler. I forgot. I forgot they had a bunch of nicknames for him, but the man played angry, yeah. and we couldn't yeah. do anything with him. But he took over the yeah. game. But we played well um, in that game. And uh, 2001, uh, that's the historic historic win or over Iowa State. Uh, we won that game 58 to 57. And uh, the next uh, round, uh, we lost to Georgetown. They were a 10th seed. We lost to them 76-57. to That game was competitive as well. Um, but I just remember the Iowa State game. I think every Hamptonian remembers where they were, what they were doing when Hampton won that game. <laughs> That's still one of the best yeah. Hampton feelings I've had, I've had in my life. So um, hopefully, um, you know, we can have some more magic uh, during this game. So any of these prior games stand out to you, man? course iowa state but you know anything any, any, any elaborate please <laughs> you know of course iowa state you know i remember exactly where i was i was i was in the actual gym with the big screen and it was pandemonium on campus that was my that was my year uh my senior year and it was just a beautiful it was a beautiful place to be at the time um but you know i do remember the next year even more vividly because the next year, I think we had a better team than we did the first time, the year that won against Iowa State. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we didn't have Tarvis Williams, and we lost Cleveland Davis that year, who I think uh, was an academic casualty. But we had this new guy on the team called Devin Green, yes. who ended up playing, I think he played uh, a couple years in the NBA. And we had Devin Green, Tommy Adams, uh, Michael Purvis, and uh, a couple of other swing players that were really good players. And, of yep. course, David Johnson. And that team, to me, 
was a lot better than the team before. And we actually took, we actually made it extremely close to um, to Connecticut later in that game. I think the last three minutes of that game, you know, we were down four. And we had Karan Butler sweating. And then I remember after the game, he said uh, perfectly, this was not a 15 seed. They got robbed. They should have been a 12th or 11th seed. And, I mean, I, I, I always think about that, you know. They could have given us uh, a higher seed that year. We could have taken a 12 or a 13 or maybe a number 11. Because that was the same year that we beat North Carolina at North Carolina. I remember Who that game. That? And, you know, and, and, and we were dunking on Carolina. Like, I had this, uh, I had this uh, desktop wallpaper forever. Of one of yes. our dudes, like one of the wing dudes, I can't remember his name, but he just went yeah. right through the lane and dunked on, you know, one of their centers, man. But yeah, we were good that year. I remember that year. Yeah, and it was just like, and once Steve Murfelt left, we had the Bobby Collins era, and I just think that he just was not ready to be a head coach at that time. I mean, he has persevered since. He's done well at other places. But I just think we were not ready. And I think we did go into a playing game with him, and that was a blowout. And, of course, the Nickelberry teams. And when Joyner got here, uh, he had, uh, I think, what another team that actually went against Duke. And, you know, that game was not even close because Kyrie Irving just blew us out of the water. Yeah, that's right. So this is the team, I would say, since the Iowa State team and the team that faced Connecticut, I say that, okay, that is an excellent team. That is a very good team. I mean, because now we, you think about it. I mean, it's a little different type of rotation now because you know you don't have a a big center, but you know you have the three guard forward, um, the three guard two forward f- format. And I mean, these this this group is pretty cohesive, and I just really think that um, that you cannot underestimate this group. But I think the biggest problem with this group. Um, once they play Virginia is the fact that we do not have a really good bench at the moment. We have a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores, players that have not received uh, substantial playing time. And, I mean, I'm excited, but, you know, I can understand, you know, if this game is not even close. Yep, yep. It, it, that, that's that's what the – that's what any, any prognostication or prognosticator will say. This game will not be close, but that's what yeah. was supposed to happen against Iowa State as well. So, um, yeah. you know, we shall see. I also remember where I was that game. And, of course, that was before social media and everything blew up. So, I mean, once we won that game, I was probably on the phone <laughs> till about 3 o'clock that morning because everybody yeah. was calling everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to recount that aspect, you know, what you thought yeah. about. So that, that was a great, a great day in Hampton sports history. So let's hopefully, hope we can have some more magic uh, this Thursday against UVA. So, yeah, hey, yeah. so it, it is possible. So let's talk about, you know, what will happen if Hampton wins. <laughs> Hampton oh, wins God. this game if. So I, I, I compiled a list here. And uh, let's see. Hampton wins this game if uh, Johnson shoots well. Uh, Johnson can shoot you in. He can shoot you out. But he's been yeah. pretty pretty hot lately and consistent. So let's hope he uh, shoots us into this game and help keeps it competitive. Um, we win this game if Darden shoots well. He's been on a slump second half of the season. But this tournament, he got his, his footing back, uh, his shooting uh, uh, stroke back. So hopefully he can keep that going against UVA. Um, Hampton wins this game if Chivas just does his thing. He's been averaging a double-double all year. 
Even when we, we've gone against bigger, uh, more deep team, he's still done his thing. So I'm exp- if he's if he's healthy, you know he's gonna he's gonna play well against UVA. Uh, I think that's that's pretty that's gonna happen. Um, I think they win this game if they stay cool. UVA is gonna throw a lot of punches early. They're gonna come in waves. They're gonna bang. They're gonna get physical, push us around. Got to stay cool. Don't get rattled. And keep our composure. I mean, this is a pretty experienced team, so I think that'll happen. Um, they got to show leadership. I mean, you know, senior team, um, pick everyone up, try not to argue. <laughs> it just, yeah, you know, yeah. stay stay cohesive. Um, and here's the must, man. This is always the difference when you play a much higher seed is depth, like you mentioned. And Adams and Presley are two real big men, and they have to stay out of foul trouble. If they Absolutely. get in foul trouble, it's over. It's a wrap early, quickly. And, you know, Presley, he starts the game with two fouls. So, um, you know, he's going to have to, you know, find a way to stay focused and stay out of foul trouble. Adams as well for us to have any chance. And, yeah. um, you know, Joyner is going to have to coach the game of his life. And the player, each player is going to have to play the game of their life um, to, to win this game. And uh, the, th- the last thing, UVA just has to be off. You know, they got to get – you know, food poisoning or some kind of allergies or something like that. Somebody's got to be sluggish <laughs> to, to <laughs> yeah. sort of tilt the thing in our favor a little bit. Of course, not wishing that on anybody, but, you know, it's going to have to be something, something not related to the game. Maybe they take us lightly. Of course, that's in human nature. They're probably looking ahead. Who wouldn't? So hopefully some of that is happening to, to help give Hampton some sort of edge in this game. So, Anything I miss, man? Any issues? Anything divine that we need to add to this list as well? <laughs> what do we got to oh, do? Oh, de- definitely. And I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, <laughs> Brian Darden has to has to calm down. You know, um, I do. You said Presley and Adams need to stay out of foul trouble. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm gonna just add this one little thing. Charles Wilson Fisher has to play big down low, and if he could do that, then uh, you know. The, because Presley cannot play the whole game, you know. Uh, he he need he, he will need to breathe. You know, he's a big fella, six six nine, two hundred fifty plus pounds. You know, mm-hmm. so um, you're going to need help there. Um, I do think that uh, if Johnson Hampton wins, if Johnson can shoot his lights out, if Brian Darden can shoot lights out, <laughs> if uh, uh, Quentin Tevious, just like you said, does a double double. And, you know, they have to do all of this perfectly just to be in the game, be in the game, just to have a shot at the end. But I'll say this. This is the advantage Hampton has. If the game is close late, I'm going Hampton. I don't care if they if uh, with UVA's horses, Hampton has had a propensity, showed a propensity to win games late. And it doesn't matter who they play. So. If it goes late, if there's a minute left and Hampton's down two, I'm taking Hampton. <laughs> yeah, I can go with that. I mean, for one shot and one play, I mean, yeah, they, they've they played a number of overtime games and close games all year. So I, I think, um, you know, I think they'll pull it out, you know, if they give it a chance. So cool, man. So UVA wins if they just play their defense, their strong team, defensive team, um, bang, um, and use up their their depth and push us around so as much as the refs will let them which they will they're gonna get the whistles they're gonna get the calls it's automatic um so they're gonna play their defense they're gonna play physical 
they can run or make it a half court game, but I would just you know make it a half court game for us because you know we make us struggle for every basket, which is going to be hard to do in a half court game. So I would slow not slow it down, but just definitely keep us out of transition and make us earn it. Um, uh, you know, also they win their game if Malcolm uh, Brogdon just does his normal thing. I mean, he's a first team All American. That's pretty nuts, man. I mean, I don't six five. I mean, he's as yeah. big as uh, you know some of our forwards. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to do his thing and uh, just use their depth and uh, the fact that they played and went through the ACC. I mean, that's huge, man. So yeah. they do all those things, they win and play their game. They win. There's, I mean, if they play their game and they focus. They win the game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, yep. So that's that's it, man. So, hey, one one other thought, man. So, mm-hmm. last year we played in that playing game. We played in that game, playing game. I think a number of other times. Um, mm-hmm. So, I was wondering, even before the, the seeds were announced, mm-hmm. would you rather play in the start off with the one versus sixteen as a sixteen seed, or play mm-hmm. in the playing game or the opening round, as they say? You know, and and then you know if you win, go on to the 16th scene. I, I'm not sure. You, you got? Do you have a preference? You know what? I mean, you know, at first we a lot of people viewed the playing game as just a game, but um, you know, I mean, now I think the NCAA has hurt that, and they treat the playing game as an NCAA game, and I think that's great. But as far as Hampton, I think this year we deserve to be a seeded team, you know, not playing the playing game. But I was hoping for a 15, 15th seed this year. But as I looked at the stats and the uh, uh, rank, our schedule ranking and some of the teams we play and the conference ranking, you know, we our conference was very low, and there's no way we could have gotten above a 16th seed. You know, and then the two years that we did go into Murfield's years, you know, I think we had uh, some really uh, better out-of-conference wins that year. I think we beat Toledo, and I think we beat a, 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 a Pac-10 team. You know, Pac, yeah, a Pac-10 team that year. I think it was like Washington State. And, of course, we beat, uh, of course, North Carolina at home. So, yeah, we were uh, granted a higher seed off of that. But, you know, I mean, out of all the teams, um, all the number one seeds that we uh, that we could have played, I'm glad we're playing Virginia. Because I do think we it will be an emotional game because, A, it's an in-state team. And I think that uh, Hampton feels that, you know, that they can actually stick with Virginia. Now, Virginia is, uh, they got that number one seed based on merit, but, you know, they're, they're young men too, just like Hampton is, you know, young men can be beaten, you know, it'll be pretty difficult, but, you know, am I happy with it? Yes and no. I mean, I wish we would have got a 15th, but I'm, there's no disrespect to, all the teams that like Middle Tennessee State and Cal, Cal uh, Bakersfield, California State, and uh, at UNC Asheville and Weber State, you know, those teams put in the work and they had better uh, out of conference uh, victories in Hampton. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, so am I. So am I. I mean, I think even though, like you said, the NCAA tries to. Um, make sure it's a first class game, it still has sort of a stigma attached to it. And, um, and I think because of the season we had, you know, I think we, we did deserve uh, to get straight into the, 
the main tournament. You know, and like you said, we got the best draw of all the one seeds. Uh, and there's been some controversy appears, you know, folks are, I mean, look, just look at our bracket alone um, or our region, Michigan state is two seed and they have a better record than Virginia. So folks were actually expecting them to be the one seed. So yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm looking at our, our region. Nothing really stands out to me here, man. I mean, I'm looking at Michigan State, Michigan State, Virginia. Those are the two best teams, of course, one and two seeds. I caught some of Seton Hall play. You know, they they've got some some ballers, but I, I don't know, man. Any any does anything stand out in that region to you that's like noteworthy or <laughs> interesting? Only thing I can see that stands out, of course, is uh, Michigan State. Uh, I think they have the actually easiest path to get to the Final Four because if you think about it. You know, they do have uh, Utah, and I'm not a big fan of Utah. Uh, they do have uh, Iowa State, and, you know, these teams, you know, some of these teams I don't in, in the Midwest region, I, I, like uh, Texas Tech and Butler or Arkansas Little Rock, you know, I know they deserve to be there. But some of these other programs like Fresno State, you know, they could have went to you know, could have went to St. Mary's or St. Bonaventure or any, any of those other programs. And I just don't think that – I think Michigan State wins this region and goes to the Final Four. You know, nothing really sticks out there, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, so, you know, I'm probably going to fill out two brackets. I'm going to fill out <laughs> one bracket, you know, pretty much chalk, try and pick some upsets here or there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm still probably going to lose to the lady in the office who – just pick based on the <laughs> the best uniforms, but um, I'm gonna fill out one of those brackets, and I'm gonna fill out a bracket where Hampton beats Virginia. <laughs> Absolutely. <pretty> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool, man. I think we broke this down. Any other thoughts, man? I just want to say, go Pirates! I'll be in the stands rooting the guys on, and um, be wearing that blue and white. Well, I'm just gonna say this. Um, the future does seem bright for the Pirates. Uh, they did win a tournament victory last year. They might not win one this year, but the exposure, you cannot beat that. And I'm going to say these last two things. This exposure that we're getting hopefully will bring other players into the program, you know. And hopefully next year we will get a guy who was on a fence about going to Hampton. You know, he probably had offers over at VCU or ODU you know, other regional powers. And he says, hey, you know what, that little small school over there, you know what, they have a really nice uh, gymnasium, not a gym, it's a, a, a basketball arena. And they might not have the bells and whistles that all the other programs have, but, you know, if I go here, I can play and I can get a, a top quality education. And, you know, I think that uh, I think that is the bigger picture for the program, you know, get this exposure. And secondly, I'm going to say this too, you know, uh, those Russell contracts are up with uh, the MEAC. And hopefully uh, Under Armour or Nike or Adidas or Adidas, I'm sorry, <laughs> are watching. And, and you know, we would love to have you. We would love for you guys to uh, welcome our apparel. We've had Russell for years. And no disrespect for Russell. Thank you for the years that we had. But it's time for us to move in a different direction. And hopefully, this exposure will help us there. Agreed. So, let's look out for the Pirates uh, this Thursday against UVA. And uh, go Pirates. Go Pirates.